welcome back. You know you like it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> I got some nerve, huh? I got everybody so excited for this podcast and then took this um, informal, off-the-cuff, spontaneous, random um didn't make no announcement, didn't say nothing, didn't say cat, rat, dog, nothing, just disappeared. Um, so I got some nerves to just come back like I'm happy and like y'all should just be okay with it. So, um, but welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to Keep Running with Kendra Stacy. This is your girl, Kendra Stacy. And again, I'm so glad to have you guys back. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about why I was away um, and we'll just get right into it. So, um, Really, it kind of was a summer vacation, if you will. I'll allow myself permission to say it was a summer vacation. Um, you know, everybody else talking about hot girl summers and stuff, honey. I, I had a little vacation, I guess. Because um, <laughs> there's 104 days of summer vacation and school comes along just to end it. Okay, that's just a shout out to people who watch cartoons and know Phineas and Ferb. It's kind of the theme song. But anyway, <laughs> um, I uh, will be honest and transparent because that's what the podcast is about, honey. And I really found myself in a place where I was happy, hurting, and healing all at the same time. And while I'm no stranger to any of the three of those places, um, it was challenging for me to have them all three at the same time and all three of them be at the same intensity level. Um, I'm, I'm a person who allows myself this space to feel my feelings. That was something that I had to learn through uh, my time in therapy. I spent a large amount of my life, um, in, in response to trauma, but it's something that I built up where I just didn't feel my feelings as a way to survive traumatic incidents, moments, feelings, things like that. So if I just act like it didn't happen, if I act like it didn't hurt me, if I act like I'm not pressed, if I act like, you know, I'm not hurt, then I'm not hurt, right? I can survive, I can cope, I can deal. And truly that's a a, a, a traumatic response, right, to, to things that happened. And it's not the healthiest choice, but that's what I've used to survive. Um, and it worked for a long time until I hit this roadblock that landed me in therapy. Um, when I started about two years ago, I think it was the first time I went into therapy, maybe th three, one of the two, two or three years ago, I started therapy. Um, but I say all that to say, I learned how to give space for my feelings. So being able to acknowledge like I'm hurt right now. I don't feel good. This doesn't feel good. Um, and really just give myself the space and the grace to feel whatever I'm feeling. Um, so when you kind of learn how to do things like that, right. How to feel your feelings. I feel them intensely. I give myself the room to feel them. And so when I have three very different, um, emotions or feelings coming at me at the same time, I kind of got lost in the sauce of it all. So for me, I was happy, truly, truly happy with the fact that the podcast was taking off and I was getting all the great messages from everyone about it and other folks reaching out to me like, girl, I want, I'm inspired by what you're doing, like help me. Or, um, you know, even my close friends being like, I know you, but hearing your voice helped me know you on a different level. Like, 
it felt good to be seen in that way. Right. So very happy about that. Very happy. I'm now, it looks like cross his fingers, you know, come on Jesus, that I'm going to be getting a promotion pretty soon, getting a new job. So my interviews were going well. Um, and it's the first time in a while that I've actually interviewed. So I got, I work at the company that I'm at now for five years was my anniversary in June. And so I can't really remember a time really going through an extensive interview process, maybe the whole five years, right? I had been looking at other jobs, but it just never really worked out. I had plenty of rejection letters, plenty of, you know, thanks for your application, but it's a no Um, So this was the first time in a while that I can remember having good interviews and it looking like I was going to get a job offer. And even, you know, I can announce if you follow me on Instagram, which is underscore Kendra Stacey, uh, (laughs) C-E-Y, then you know that I have two job offers and now have to consider which one of the two that I want to take. So really exciting. Right. And one of the roles being um, really being a stretch opportunity for me um, and the other being something I'm really comfortable with, but still great an opportunity um, that I'm interested in. So just really excited. Right. Really happy. Um, TikTok is booming and people are commenting and liking the stuff we're doing and just really a happy time is what I had. So right in the midst of the happy times and right the time, the happy time is going to continue because I was still interviewing and having conversations and getting a message here or there and things like that. Happy, 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 joy, 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 feel the feels. Yes, yes, yes. All of that. And then boom, here comes the hurt. So, um, a friend of mine or former friend at this point now, um, let me know that there were things that came up in our friendship that were irreconcilable, if you will, and that they needed to withdraw from our friendship. And so um, that was really devastating for me. One, because I didn't know that the person had these, um, I don't want to call them issues with me, but just had these incidents that they could point to that were, you know, not good that occurred in our friendship because I didn't even recognize them. Right. I didn't even pay attention to them. They were like news to me, almost like, Whoa, where did this come from? What happened? Um, and the way that I held this person, um, as far as who they were in my life, how I valued them, um, how I really attributed them with much of my life here in South Florida. Um, it kind of was like, Whoa, like, how could you not know that, I think the world of you, right? That I really think you're this amazing person that I really value what we have and I would never in any way want to hurt you or damage our friendship in any way. But it it was a really devastating blow to me as well because I struggle with, and we I talked about this on the podcast a little bit before, um, I really do have a lot of like struggles with feeling like I need to prove myself or prove my worth. And I had these feelings strike back up where it kind of felt like, um, I'm not a bad person. Right. And I just wanted to like, I'm not a bad person. I know it kind of felt like I was, you know, on trial almost. Right. 
And like this person had pulled up exhibit A and exhibit B and exhibit C and D and E, F, and G. Um, and I just had nothing. Like I had no defense because I I wasn't prepared. I didn't know, you know, we were doing this, Your Honor. Right. Um, and I kind of think about that viral video that went around, like, and if y'all think I'm here to play around with y'all, damn it, I'm not. <laughs> like, really like felt blindsided because I didn't have anything prepared because I didn't know. I was going to be on trial. And so I felt like I'm not a bad person. Like, I'm really not, guys. Like, listen to me, hear me. And I couldn't express that because the person um, had already made the decision that this wasn't going to be something to be reconciled. This was going to be an end to the friendship. So really devastating for me. And I I mean, crying about this situation and really had to go back to therapy again, honey, and talk to my therapist and like, I don't know what to do with this. Um, if you're someone like me, who is pretty guarded um, and really doesn't let people in. I will say I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of people around me. I love connection, right? I think if you've ever took one of the like strengths quiz, like woo and um, something else related to connection are kind of my top strengths. So I love connecting with people and I really do. I don't discredit any connection I have with folks, but when it comes to like that core relationship, like the people who my mama know and the people who know my story for real, for real, like not the stuff on social media, but like the real heart stuff, like the people who could tell that I'm this sensitive person and that I cry, the, you know, cry for anything and all of that. Like the people that knew that before I said it, that kind of core group, I don't usually let people into. And really my core group of friends, I've had them my whole life. Literally, uh, I grew up with them. I called them my sisters. Um, and I would even go as far to say like my friends from college, a few of them who have, you know, I still have in my life now know a lot about me um, and are really in that inner core of my life. So this person who ended our friendship was in that core, like shared my business. One thing about me, once you're in my core, I share all the business. I give you all the tea. You know everything about me, you know, where the bodies are buried, like, honey. You know it. I give it all um, because I just you're my core. You got me. And I don't get to share that with other people. Right. I don't get to be as authentic with others. Um, so this person was in that core. And so it's kind of that feeling of um, like abort, abort. We have a threat to the system. Like what just happened here? Like we usually don't let people in and we let someone in and they got us. So it's like, you know, all of the the protocols that I've built up to keep people out now suck. <laughs> All of that is crap because it didn't work. It didn't protect us the way that it's built to. So that was, it was devastating and still feeling the remnants of that, um, of not even my mom had to give me advice. Like Kendra, do not put them big walls back up that you had with the pit, you know, the, the spiked fence around it and the electric shock and all that, that you used to do. Do not go back to that because you're hurt because nobody liked that girl <laughs> before. We like this one that tells us how she feels. So please don't close up shop because of this. Um, and child, that was my first thing I was about to do was close it all down. Nobody gets access to me. Bye-bye. Um, so I had to really work that through. And then that's where the healing part comes in. Because even though I'm feeling this immense amount of hurt, 
child, I still got to do more interviews for the jobs that are now job offers, but I still had to do more interviews. Um, you see the podcast slip through the cracks because I couldn't figure out how to get myself back up enough to speak. Um, and but we we had to keep it moving. Right. Still got to go to work still have other relationships that I can't let fall to the wayside, right? I have other friends who are reaching out to me like, hey girl, what are your thoughts on this? And how's this going? And you know, you just still have to be there for other people. You can't totally shut down when you're hurting as many of us who are high achievers or people who have a lot of commitments. Um, so even though I want to hold space and allow myself to hurt, baby, I still got to go to work. Oh, I broke the cardinal rule of not being on silent. Um, but that the fact of the matter is I had to learn, um, what that means. Uh, so I, I I'm, I'm working on it. It's a work in progress to allow myself the space to hurt, but then keep healing at the same time. And I really had to even acknowledge, you know, my, my therapist dropped this on me, um, that I shouldn't try to keep myself in the hurt because I feel like it's the quote unquote right thing to do. Um, and so I would give that advice to anyone who's like me, who is learning how to feel their feelings, that even though you're being aware of your feelings, don't feel like, you know, this is a red table talk moment where I just have to cry and bleed for this. And, you know, Iyanla Van Zant got to tell me, you know, whatever to get me to my healing moment. Like, baby, if you feeling like you over it, let's, let's, let's move on. Um, so I had to acknowledge that fact as well, because I did feel bad when after crying about it two days and talking to um, my mom for advice and, you know, trying to get through it. So after a week, I'm feeling like, well, I got to get back to it, um, feeling guilty that I was getting back to it. Like, did I really mourn this friendship as much as I should have? Was Did I hurt enough? So it's it, just a challenging time of having three intense feelings of being happy, of hurting and healing all at the same time. Um, and I'm sure there are other people like me who have to experience different emotions at the same time, where one area of your life is going well and is working out. And then another area is just like has gone to hell in the handbasket. And it's like, whoa, hey, 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 what's going on here? Um, and you have to acknowledge all of them. And, you know, give space to all of them and allow all of them to breathe because that's the truth of where you are. And so I, I struggled with it and had to find myself back here. Um, but it really is a, a taxing thing. I am, uh, like I said, a pretty sensitive and emotional person. So when I'm sad, it, it's dark. It's like it rain every day. Um, and I, I, I'm lethargic, if you will. That's a great word, right? So I struggle when I'm when I'm not feeling good, but that's still no excuse um, because there are so many things that I'm committed to and so many things that I have to do. So um, that's where I was and part of the reason why there was a break in these episodes. But I am committing. I'm going on record, Hanny, um, to let you all know that these episodes, I've found a new schedule, recalibrated. OK, got the system back together, honey. Um, and so the episodes are going to come out on Wednesdays. Okay. Middle of the week, herp day. Um, <laughs> I didn't even have to say that like that. 
But on Wednesdays, you'll have a new episode of the Keep Running Podcast and then a bonus episode, Should I Feel Led by the Unction of the Holy Spirit, honey? Um, But if there is something that I want to add to your week, I'll add a bonus episode on Friday. So, you know, there were some folks that reached out to me letting me know, like, I listen to your podcast when I'm doing my makeup or when I'm cooking or um, when I'm doing something else. It's just in the background. It helps me get through or it's my drive to work um, podcast. Whatever this podcast is for, I'll drop it on Friday as a bonus so you can have it if you're getting ready to go out. Put that thing on, honey. Um, but that is what um, I'm going to do and commit to and make sure it happens always and forever. So um, that is the truth of where I, I've been is happy, hurting, and healing. I think right now as I check in with myself, um, I'm still happy. Um uh, I had, like I said, the two job offers, some of the entrepreneurial things I'm doing or small business. I don't want to call it a small business, but the business things I'm doing outside of my nine to five. So my five to nine work um, is picking up and should be launching soon. So I'm excited to give something else to the world um, that I think is really amazing. Like I can't really stay, stay what it is, is, but it's bomb, bomb. Okay. Um, so that's about to take off and I'm really excited for the future, um, of that, uh, then add in that I'm still going on dates and he's trying to find his husband in 10 months. So I just had a, uh, I would call it a successful date. Yeah. <laughs> I had a successful date, um, with someone really great guy. I actually told him that I have this, you know, TikTok following and this Instagram where I'm trying to find a husband in 10 months. And he actually laughed. So, you know, that's always a good sign. And um, then he told me like, yo, you're weird. And as someone who is weird, you know, that's a compliment to be told that you're weird. So I was cool with it. Um, I think the only hesitation now that I think about it is some of the bigger things that are important we didn't agree on. Again, it's a first date, so you can't be like, and now he's out because he said that. But um, when it came to like his visions for the future and mine, they don't necessarily align. So he doesn't see himself ever leaving Florida, which is where we are. And I absolutely know, no doubt about it, that I'm not going to live in Florida forever. Um, But he wants to be in Florida forever. So it's kind of one of those like, ah, dog, I don't know what to tell you. This ain't going to work. Um, and then when it came to proposing in seven months now, so I can get married in February, he told me very plainly, like, that's not going to happen. Um, so he said he was emotionally available. And if we found ourselves like on the path of a relationship that he was totally open to that, but proposing was not about to happen and getting married really, really was not about to happen. In his words, God will have to slap him. Um, and I told him, listen, don't doubt it. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm God's favorite. So I could conjure up some things. I could, I could speak a thing, honey, and it'll be so. So, um, (laughs) but with that, I totally understand where he's coming from. It's kind of crazy to hear a girl say that on the first date that she wants to get married in seven months. Um, so it's okay. But with that, that's, you know, something that's, charming I thought was cute a good first date but still again just a a gumbo of emotions lately I've been feeling a bit like the whole dating thing is draining me um because now it's just so unfulfilling 
you know, with online dating, a lot of the conversations grow stale or it's a lot of the same conversations over and over again. Or like the pickup lines that guys give you are all the same. So it's just so wah, 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 like a monotone effect, if you will, of just nothingness is what I feel about it right now. So it's kind of that feeling of like, I, I don't know how I feel. I feel aloof, if you will, um, about the whole dating thing. And especially, I think if I can acknowledge and really call a thing a thing, the reason why I feel aloof is because I am a control freak. And dating is one of the things that you have so little control over because you can't make a person, or and I have learned it because after trial and error, trust me, I've tried this, but you cannot make a person like fall in love with you against their will, honey. Um, or you can't make a person be with you or I can't poof and be in a relationship tomorrow as much as I would like to so I could be done with this. Um, but it's just not the way it works, right? It you just have to somehow find your person and and ride off into the sunset. So, I think that's the reason why it just drains me is because I want to be able to control it. Like I want to just be able to find the man, select him, put him in my cart, check out and just have a husband, had him kids and then we're done. We did it. Um, but none of it works that way. So uh, happy, hurting and healing all at the same time. Um, so it's a, it's a challenging time. And then not to mention the relationships I have with other people. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to be spiritually connected to people. So I have friends who I really do believe I have divine connections with. Um, and so I usually can like pick up on something going on with them without them having to tell me it. It's like something happening over there and I need to call this person or check in. And so I had a few of those moments and um, that's not easy at all. That kind of hurts and it, it sucks because you want to fight the battle for your friend you want to fix it at the very least for your friend. Like, this is what we're going to do, okay? You know, and you you can't do that, right, for your friends. As much as you will want to, you can't fix everything and you can't fight every battle for them. Um, but as much as I am trying to be there for the person and support them, it still hurts to see your people, you know, going through things and struggling with things or trying to overcome things themselves. So it, it's it's a difficult time not to, not to mention the pandemonium panda Expe express Panasonic, um, Perry, the platypus, uh, <laughs> this pandemic is just raging on honey. And now with the Delta variant, I'll have to admit in full transparency, um, and child, I'm gonna wrap it up because now, now I'm gonna get to rambling like I missed y'all when it's my fault I've been away. But I'm gonna come back to this point. Um, so for me, in full transparency, I have been vaccine hesitant, um, not for many of the like spooky dooky reasons that other people have. Um, like, oh, they're microchipping us and it's the mark of the beast and you don't know what's in it, nah, 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 all of that. Like, that hasn't been my reasoning. Other people have that. That's their business. That's between them and their God. Um, I don't have any, I'm not judging any person, right? Like I said, I'm vaccine hesitant. And really my vaccine hesitation has come from laziness. So for me, I was at first very much on board to get the vaccine when I thought you couldn't get COVID and you couldn't transmit or transfer COVID when you got the vaccine. 
But then once I found out, like, oh, no, 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 you could still get it and you could still give it. Um, it was like, well, then dang, like, forget it. I ain't about to do that. Then forget it. Um, and then as someone who is lazy when it comes to stuff, everybody was saying like, oh, herd immunity, herd immunity. Like if enough people get it, then we'll all be good. So I just was like, bet, let everybody else get it. <laughs> and then I'll be good. Um, but as we're seeing with the Delta variant and especially living in Florida, which is like the new epicenter, I think some of the latest articles have said um, with a lot of new hospital hospitalizations, come on word, um, a lot of that being unvaccinated folks with COVID cases, it's like, dang, like what happened to what y'all promised me that y'all was all going to get it so I would be fine. Um, and that's just not happening. So I actually did get vaccinated today. I had my first dose. Um, I don't feel anything. Um, my arm around the injection site is a bit numb. Um, like I can feel the sensitivity. So I haven't been able to like really lay on that side or anything like that, but that's really all I feel. Um, it's always hard for me when it comes to this kind of stuff to see if I have fatigue cause I'm a sleeper. I'm a nap queen. Um, so I love to go to sleep. So I don't know if I'm tired or if I just be sleeping. So <laughs> that's the only thing is my arm feels a little sore, uh, but that's really all I feel today. But if you are vaccine hesitant or um, if you have already vaccinated, hey, we all made a choice. And I believe we'll run on and see what the end is going to be. Jesus, it seemed like you about to come back soon. So what's up? <laughs> just go ahead and blow them trumpets one band one sound and i hope i'm up there in the air with you so with that <laughs> i am going to tell you all that from now on you'll see a new episode on wednesday a occasional bonus episode don't hold me to it honey because i might be out on friday nights or whatever <laughs> but you'll see a new episode on wednesday and an occasional occasional bonus episode will be out on friday for your listening pleasure and I think that's all I got. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for your continued support. And until next time, I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Keep running.